0: hey what's up everybody this is the blue versus green show i'm your host walt and today i want to talk a little bit jets nation about the jets and so we're all waiting for the big news obviously that's the one concerning a certain gentleman over in green bay and we'll get to him in a second but there's been other things that have been going on in jets world and um, before we get into that Uh, kudos to the Giants because this is a blue versus green show. Kudos on the Giants for re-signing Daniel Jones and tendering Saquon Barkley to a non-exclusive franchise tag. Uh, They're going to have to really you know it's, it's great that they got them both you know under contract so to speak especially in Saquon's case but you know They're working to try and get him signed under contract because non-exclusive Saquon still has the ability to go out and negotiate with other teams. Um, We haven't heard a lot on that front. So I I truly believe that they're negotiating in good faith with each other. And I'm pretty sure we'll get, you know, news soon about a multi-year deal with the Giants and Saquon Barkley. So um, there's the Giants news. There's not a lot of Giants news, you know, they're, there there's talk about free agents and trades but really the sports media has been dominated by the jets and the jets and their courting of again a certain guy in green bay that they're trying to get and like i said we'll get to them in a second but there's been some news and it does kind of concern that guy um there's been restructuring and you know we've had a player cut we had a trade for Jets for the Jets um CJ Umazaba I can never get his name but our tight end CJ Umazama uh he restructured his contract it's a little bit more cap friendly and you know that happened a couple of days ago but I guess the bigger things that we've seen has happened in the last couple of days um first of all we got the news that fan favorite Braxton Berrios is no longer a jet and that is you know i mean listen you cut braxton you get a cap saving of what is it uh i believe he he gives you a 5 million dollar respite on the cap and stuff and so you know that's that's all good and, and done uh he was a good player. He was a he was a very popular player. I liked him a lot, to be honest. You know, uh, been with the Jets for four years. Originally drafted by the Patriots, um, gave us an All Pro year as a as a kick runner, kick returner in twenty twenty one. So you know, he did a lot of good things with us while he was here. Um, but he kind of regressed last year. Uh, he didn't do a lot and. You know, say what you will. That could be that could be partly because of the the quarterback situation. You know how how wacky it was because when we first started with Flacco, then it became Zach Wilson, then it became White, then it became Zach Wilson again, then it became White again. Then we even had um, a, a Stravler in there. I mean, the the quarterback situation was so wacky. But you know what? I I think kind of like the beginning of the end, unfortunately, for Braxton Berrios was really, truly that Minnesota game. You know, he was having an okay season up until that point. And then that drop, that drop in the end zone, that really, really probably would have changed the direction of the Jets' season. And he really, you really didn't hear much from Braxton after that. And and so, you know, again, a, a lot of it really not, I wouldn't say it's it's his doing per se, but you know, the he he again five million dollars against the cap. He has signed a, a two year twelve million dollar uh, deal about a year ago and stuff like that. For the production that he gave us last year, it was it wasn't a a, a great fit. Um, considering we, we do need the cap space, I believe they did try to restructure it, but actually no. Last year of the deal, you can't restructure. It's it's you got to take a pay cut or you get cut. And unfortunately, he did get cut. He's going to land somewhere. Um, he's Like I said, he's a nice little player. Good kick returner. Again, all pro. First team in 2021. Um, but unfortunately, Braxton is no longer a Jet. And so, like I said, a very, very popular Jet. Um, I liked him a lot. I thought, you know, he brought... He brought that certain swagger into the locker room. You know, he was always very, you know, camera friendly and stuff like that. Interviews and all that, you know, um, one of the first guys to wear T-shirts for his quarterback. You, If you remember, he had the, you know, Zach is a good player or, or Braxton is a good player. I, I can't remember, but he's kind of like the guy that started that whole T-shirt trend with the quarterbacks. Um, continued with Mike White and stuff. And so he's going to be missed. And, you know, he did leave a a nice little Instagram post thanking everyone for his time here. And so um, that was kind of like the big domino to start falling. And then shortly after that, and and you know what? Amazingly, we look here at, you know, Joe D, Joe Douglas, and the job that he's making. I got to tell you, man the the trades that he make just simply amazing i mean he basically traded he he traded a seven round pick to get chuck clark from the baltimore ravens a three year starter been been in the league for 6 years um but a three year starter on a very very good defense and a guy, the guy that's been super durable. You know, I I don't think he's missed any games in that stint where he's he's been starting. Once he got the starting job, you know, he's been in there every single game, and and so again, Joe D finding these guys and just you know finding a way to make. Make it work with so little. I mean, for a seven-round pick, you got a starting safety. Now, the great thing about it is that this guy's a tackling machine, he doesn't miss a lot. He, if if I can give you some of the stats on him, I mean, dude's amazing. Um, in terms of tackling, he he is uh let me see if I can find the stats here. But he rated con- consistently uh top among amongst the safeties in terms of tackle rate um here we go among the 64 qualified safeties last year from oh no from 2020 to 2022 which is our 3 years which he did start um chuck clark was the ninth lowest missed tackle rated safety in the national football league he and and you got guys like Jamie ward Jaron course, Julian love. I mean, some, some really good talent there. The guy doesn't miss tackles. And that was kind of one of the things that plagued the jets last year with Jordan Whitehead and LaMarcus Joyner. Those guys kind of missed a lot of tackles Uh, and really, really evident in that, that Detroit lion game. Right. Um, So, He's probably replacing Lamarcus Joyner for now because Lamarcus Joyner is a free agent, um, so he'll slot in right there. Probably, I would I would tend to think that since you have Jordan Whitehead there, he'll probably slot in in free safety, even though he's played mostly you know in the box a lot. But the Jets, their defense, they kind of demand you know the safeties back, you know, too deep, uh, but. Listen, Jordan Whitehead, he's he's uh he's a he's a, a candidate to be a cap casualty. And so if that's the case, Jesse Bates, I mean, that would be a dream. The the safety from the Cincinnati Bengals to have him paired with Chuck Clark, that would make that defensive secondary. Um, if it wasn't good before, it'll be great. So Let's see what happens there, but ultimately, oh, and by the way, um, speaking about Joe D, the one, I wouldn't say bad trade, but the one trade that didn't really pan out with him was the James Robinson trade of last year when Brees Hall went down and he went out and got uh, the running back from the Jaguars. Today, they they said that they weren't going to tender his contract, so he becomes effectively a free agent. Um, and you know what, with the, with the resurgence of Donovan, Donovan, Zonovan Knight um, bam Knight, it it's, it's an easy thing to let go. And, you know, we didn't give a lot for him and, and he didn't do a lot when he was here. Um, you know, he, he played a lot of games, a couple of games when he first started and then we kind of really didn't see him after that. So it is what it is. Uh, he his, he'll land somewhere and he'll probably do well, you know, because listen, prior to this he was a thousand yard rush, rusher, so um, he'll probably do well wherever he wherever he goes. But again, the news that everybody's been waiting for. I mean, I know me personally on Twitter constantly refreshing. When is when is it going to happen? When does Aaron Rodgers become a Jet? And so. I know the last episode that we cut, it was a Derek Carr, oh he's gone type of thing. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't get him, you know. And and personally, I still kind of like Derek Carr, you know. I thought he would do a lot of good things here with the Jets, but the more you think about Aaron Rodgers and what he could potentially bring, and I look at it this way: look at the lineup if he does come here. You would have Aaron as the quarterback, Brees Hall and Michael Carter in the backfield. Um, you'd have Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and whatever that slot receiver, that third receiver, because Elijah probably will will slide into the slot again. But whatever third receiver they get, whether it's whether they retain Corey Davis, which probably they won't, because they will save ten million dollars in cap space there. If they let him go, um, but that is a pretty, and you, you pair them with the two tight ends that we have, not even, not even mentioning that Jeremy Rucker hasn't played really that much. And he was a guy we got last year in the draft, right? Probably the only guy that really didn't play significant time as a rookie with the jets, everybody else, it seems that, you know, that entire draft class had significant time playing um, Jeremy Ruckert was the only guy. He's a tight end. We still don't know what he is. He looks like he's a pretty good tight end, but you pair him with Conklin and Umazama. Uh, that is a pretty pretty decent lineup. I, you know, you can't you can't knock it. And so the thing that I, that I that's always concerned me about Aaron Rodgers is whether he's going to mesh with the the young talent here, and whether he's going to be all in. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, you know, if he's coming back, he's all in." But when I say all in, is he going to show up for for training camp? Is he going to show up for OTAs? Is he going to show up for the non mandatory workouts? Is he going to take the time to get to know? It, it, it's a a whole different thing when you're talking about when you're in Green Bay. And you know the system, and you know the players, and you know the stuff. And even last year, he didn't make an effort to get with his young wide receivers. And it kind of cost them because, you know what? They they didn't have that chemistry at the very beginning. And they were dropping passes, and he was talking about them you know, running the wrong routes and stuff like that. I hope that he has, as a veteran who's done this how how long, right? I hope that he's learned from that experience and I hope that if he does eventually come to the Jets um he'll he'll make the effort to come in early to put in the work you know and I know it sounds weird to say that about a future hall of fame quarterback but the reality is Aaron Rodgers doesn't come into camp he he's been on record to say you know what I think it's worthless. I think it it doesn't do anything for me. In this particular case, coming to a new team with a new roster, with a new set of guys, I think it's imperative for him to be able to come in and get to know his guys. And I hope that he does that. Um, But you know, the more I think about it, and I know it was before Derek Carr, we've missed out on him, right? But they have to get Rogers. And there is a full court press by the Jets players um, to get Rogers in here. You know, if you go to social media, it started with Justin Hardy. He he was the one that kind of rallied the troops and said, Hey guys, let's go out there, let's tweet, let's let's post on Instagram, let's let's let Aaron know that he's wanted, right? Um, and it kind of cumul you know, it kind of it kind of boiled down, weirdly oddly to say, right? With a video that Sauce Gardner put out, I think it was yesterday, where he, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson are kind of like hanging around the campfire in Jersey, and they start talking, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Sauce Gardner took his cheese head, the one that he earned from beating the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field this past year, and he burned it. And... The funny thing is, is that toward the end of the film, at the, end, at the end of the video, he goes and he goes straight directly to the thing. He was like, OK, I'm not playing anymore. I'm just going to tell it to you straight. You need to come here. You know, we need to play it. We need to win a Super Bowl. I'm not playing. Get your ass over here. That's basically what he said. Um, and again, Twitter wins the day because as I was preparing for this for this video. I found this little clip. Let's check it out. I saw Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson burn the cheese head. I knew all was right in the world. The dark retreat was worth it, and becoming a New York Jet was destiny. I mean, how great is that, right? Now, again, that is not a real clip, just so you guys know, right? But come on. That is freaking awesome. I mean... It, it, it's it. I like. Like I said, Twitter always wins, right? Um, Aaron Rodgers needs to, needs to be here. Aaron Rodgers, especially with everything that's going on, um, if Aaron Rodgers is not a Jet, come. I I personally think that by Monday, we'll have we'll have a more definitive answer of whether Aaron Rodgers is here or not. Um, earlier today. Uh, we had the packers ceo and president talking about garrett i mean talking about aaron Rodgers, and the the tone that he had was very this guy is gone you know he's talking about him in this path in in kind of like the past sense he's talking about him saying you know what Um, when he comes back you know we'll retire his jersey when he comes back we'll do this when he comes back we'll do that and that to me just screams that they're ready to move on from him you know they they've already kind of said you know what jordan love is our guy we're we're going to we're going to stick with him it's been a nice run aaron but it's time to go and so when we first started this journey, when we, you know, Woody made that mandate, oh, we want that veteran quarterback, and everybody kind of pivoted toward Aaron Rodgers. There were really three choices here. Um, the first choice was him going back to Green Bay. Uh, you know, this whole darkness retreat that he went on—it was going to clear his mind. Eventually, you know, he'll he'll find the error of his ways and he'll end up back in Green Bay, right? The second uh, option for him was just to retire. Retirement never seemed like a a real thing because the man is still owed about $60 million. You don't walk away from $60 million. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers can be a little flaky, I guess, if you want to say, but $60 million is $60 million. So the third option was being traded. Now, the thing about it, Oddly enough, it's only been the Jets. We haven't heard blue on, well, maybe the Raiders, right? But it only has ever been the Jets. And so with with that interview today with the Packers president and CEO, you kind of feel that you can kind of get rid of option one which is him going back to Green Bay because it, it's clear in the tone of his expression and the tone of his voice and the way that he was explaining everything to the reporter, they've already in their mind moved on. So it doesn't seem like he's going to come back. And if he does, it's going to be super weird, right? The other option is number two, which is retirement. I don't see that happening for two reasons. First of all, the aforementioned $60 million. I don't think Rodgers is going to want to walk away from that. I mean, you know, as as rich as some people, it's, again, still $60 million, right? It's not a drop in the bucket. But the other aspect of it is if he retires, he really puts um, the Green Bay Packers in a tough hole because his cap numbers, and I unfortunately I don't have it in front of me, but his cap number would be ridiculous the hit that green bay takes if he retires really prohibits them from doing anything i don't think that he would do that because from all intents and purposes it seems like this is an amicable amicable breakup you know there's no hard feelings it's not like the situation in baltimore with you know the ravens and lamar jackson you know that seems like It's getting to the point where you can't fix that. You never never got that sense, really, between Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. There was that news report that said that the Packers were disgusted. But aside from that one report, I don't believe that there's, there's any signs of animosity. So I don't think that he would do that. So that leaves the third option. And that's a trade. And again, it doesn't seem like the Raiders are are in this fight. And listen, it's quite possible that they come in in the twenty fourth hour and and you know, kind of swipe Aaron Rodgers away from us. But it doesn't feel like that, you know. You've had you've had the Jets go to California to meet up with them for all intents and purposes. Again, a very very good meeting. Um, so, and you see that Green Bay has allowed them to speak to Aaron Rodgers so that means to me that there is some sort of kind of package or or compensation in place between the two teams or at least a framework for it right so it really does seem like it all boils boils down again to what Aaron Rodgers wants to do okay um and I think really, you know, before we were saying, oh, well, you know, now we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers. Now, you know, he's come out of darkness. What, you know, why isn't he making a decision? I don't think it's so much Aaron right now. I think this is a complicated, you know, trade. It's almost like a three team trade if you think about it, right? Because not only do the Jets have to deal with uh, getting compensation you know, that compensation package, that trade package, correct with Green Bay. But they also have to negotiate with Aaron Rodgers because they're probably going to want to drop that cap number even further. I mean, right now, at least for this upcoming year, his cap number, I believe, is like $18 million. That's not bad at all for the level of quarterback that you could be getting. But they may want to do something to kind of rework it. I don't know. I think the reason why we haven't heard anything right now is because of the complication of this contract. And so let's see what happens. Um, the interesting thing for me, and I'm always thinking ahead because, you know what, you're you're going to want to get Aaron Rodgers in here before the start of free agency. Really before before Monday because Monday starts the quote-unquote legal tampering period where you can actually go out to free agents and talk to them, right? So you you kind of expect that they're going to have this in place before Monday, and if you if you've heard from everybody, everybody says they want to get this done before free agency, right? Um, I think when when you're bringing in Aaron Rodgers here, if the Jets brass and front office and coaches are to be believed, that really truly spells spells the end for Mike White, and here's the reason why. They're obviously not going to trade Zach Wilson. okay? Zach Wilson is making pretty petty for a backup. They're not going to invest that kind of money in Mike White. Uh, and Mike White is going to be looking for a pay raise, and deservedly so, because he played his ass off last year. Now, you know, um, he he showed a toughness that we haven't seen in a while, right? So he's going to go out, and he's going to get his 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 bag of money somewhere. So he's not coming back. And for me, I really do think that the Jets, with this draft upcoming in, what, about a month or so, I really would be surprised if you do not see the Jets draft a quarterback. And it makes total sense if they do. And it's not a slight on on Aaron Rodgers and it you can almost say it's not even a slight on Zach Wilson because the fact of the matter is if you bring in a rookie quarterback here you're going to have him on a rookie on a rookie contract and in terms of trying to massage the cap to make sure that you have enough money to pay Aaron Rodgers and you have enough money to attract other players because listen as much as us Jet fans want to think that we're one quarterback away from winning a championship, there's still holes that we need to fill, right? Um, but the great thing is, AVT is coming back. Makai Beckton is coming back. Brees Hall is coming back. Those are guys that you know will really solidify some of those positions that they're looking for. But we still need that. And so bringing in a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract to be that third backup quarterback that you need makes a ton of sense, especially if Robert Sala wants to hold three quarterbacks during the season, which it looks like he does because he was asked that question and he said, you know what, all all things being equal, if I can hold three quarterbacks without sacrificing anything within the organization, then I'm going to do it. So bringing that rookie quarterback with that rookie uh contract you know some of the some of the people that some there one name kind of seems to be thrown around when it comes to jets and quarterbacks this this uh particular draft and that's hendon hooker from i believe he was in tennessee um that's a guy that sounds really interesting hendon hooker quarterback from tennessee A lot of people have him going in the third round. The guy is a first or late first, early second round talent. The only reason that um, he's not going higher is because he was hurt uh, in his final year. So that kind of bumps him down. If the Jets can get him in the third round, that's an absolute steal. And you know what? He has the tools that maybe, just maybe, um, he can surpass Zach Wilson. So, if Zach Wilson is not your guy, you have a more than capable guy behind him that could potentially be your future quarterback. So, that's just the thought, right? But we won't know. And, you know, right now, everything hinges on Aaron Rodgers and what he is going to eventually end up doing. Is he coming to the Jets? Will he retire? Probably not. Uh, Will he go back to Green Bay? Probably not either. So that leaves him coming to the Jets. And so as Jet fans, now we wait. And we get on our phone, and we continue to refresh Twitter, waiting for the news that Aaron Rodgers is, in fact, a New York Jet. So... Again, thank you for joining us. Um, let us know in the comments if you agree with any of the stuff that I said, if there's stuff that you say, dude, that guy is totally off. He has no freaking idea. Let us know in the comments in the comments, also. And until next time, which hopefully the next video we drop will be Aaron Rodgers is a jet. As always, go giants and Go Jets.